0: This new setup, I mean, we keep changing the setup, but I think this one feels the best. Yeah, I do. I think we've found a home. Because Don's not in the room. <laughs> <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> you guys have been in quarantine. <laughs> yeah, this is the quarantine yeah, we podcast. We've been
1: quarantined. And, it, and it's fitting that we're quarantined because a lot of our artists are being quarantined from performing now. I mean, I think we're brave, too.
0: You know, yeah. we're, we're brave to be here. We're still outside. I don't know where you've been. True. You don't know where I've been. True. And like you know this virus i'm just waiting for my school to
1: send me that email saying like hey you know i see all these other college campuses being
0: yeah before before we get into it and like the effect this is having on the music industry specifically which is crazy are you doing anything to like prepare like no nothing right <laughs> no, i was
1: thinking about that today <laughs> and i was like man i should probably do some pushups <laughs>
0: You physically <laughs> oh, I'm like, like, you
1: never know what outbreak might happen. What are you like,
0: talking about? Why would you need to do push-ups?
1: Have you seen I Am Legend? Like, this is how it started. It's
0: not a zombie apocalypse. I'm just talking about, like, they're not being grocery stores open. Order, yeah, like, that's what
1: I'm saying. Like, you think about the whole, like, everyone talks about how you should be a prepper, you should yeah, prepare for all these yeah. things. And I'm just like, no, I don't have...
0: Well, I don't do that. I don't prep either, but I'm just wondering how push-ups are going to help you in just in case in your you, you never
1: know where this might lead to.
0: But like so because you're going to be stronger. Yeah, just, you're I, gonna just gonna have, like, I just want to have more, down more animals n- and shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was actually talking to one of my friends in Virginia. He has like tons of guns, he hunts, he does all that. I said, "Hey, bro, I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm moving in. as soon yeah. as this gets crazy. I'll cover down there cuz you never know what this is See, lead. like <laughs> I'm joking about the push-ups, but it's just like, yeah, you never know how far this thing can yeah. go.
0: I don't think doing push ups, like, I don't think that's gonna help you so much. The ones, like, I, you know. Yeah, I
1: think the push ups was more or less for the anxiety of uh, what's going on. I just had to clear the mind, do some push ups.
0: I, um, I mean, my wife is is stocking up. Like, we, right. she's going literally going to buy another freezer for our house because. I don't really know <laughs> why. Just to be, but like, yeah, you can't leave the house. Yeah, type if you can't leave, or if the grocery stores run out, or you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I hope we like, That makes around. you feel better, then go for it.
1: Yeah, because then it's like you don't want to buy too much stuff, and then right. you're
0: sitting there like, were you sitting on like how many cans of Chef Boy RD and stuff? Like, yeah. So
1: maybe I should. Like me, I should meet your wife somewhere in the middle, yeah, and get somewhat prepared. So, maybe a couple more jugs of water, nothing too crazy, yeah. Like, and I think I'm literally on my last roll of toilet paper right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, after we finish this, I should go pick up
0: some more, but... yeah, or get a bidet. You know, that's the move, no paper involved. But then, that's a, that's a lot of money for installation. No, not... Surprisingly, it's not. You can oh. buy one that fits on your seat. We are way off yeah, we are. <laughs> It's a great intro. They're <laughs> like, wait,
1: is this lawyers for Musicians? Yeah.
0: What would people do, you know? Uh, so well, let's just dig in. Yeah, uh, I mean, we are living in some crazy times right now, unprecedented times yeah. where this virus that seems like a really bad case of the flu is shutting down the world. If you think about just the, the escalation
1: of this from episode two to episode three, like, we were talking about, oh, I'm still going to South by and I don't care about corona. And now it's, like, a right. couple, like, ten days later. Now we're like, wait a minute. Okay, this is
0: yeah, something gonna, serious. we got to
1: get a new freezer and do push-ups. <laughs> but it's, like, it would started off as a virus that affected the, like, immune systems and all that. And now it's a virus affecting, like... The economy essentially oh yeah like it's really like manifested itself into the u.s economy and now things are being shut down
0: Glo- global economy the stock True. market global, has, yes. has dropped like crazy you can no longer travel to to europe uh still can't travel to china but from our perspective and what our listeners tune in to to hear how this is affecting the music industry and so you know the 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 latest news um, amongst m- most major cities is they're going to ban public gatherings for anything more than 250 people so seattle was the first city i think la announced it yesterday uh new york's coming i'm not i you know chicago hasn't said anything yet but they're canceling st patrick's day parade they're canceling
1: all Love major
0: it. right so you know canceling uh or or postponing um festivals has a huge impact. But like look about you know, there's there's a trickle down effect, right? Right. These people that work at South by which is canceled, make fifty, sixty percent of their revenue for the entire year over the course of that festival. Right. And when you say
1: People just Austin in general, the Austin bars, in general. I mean, bartenders, bartenders, just...
0: but the tech people. You know that all the people that are hand like the handling your mics and your your equipment, and they rent all of those out every year. The the caterers, the you know, I mean, sound engineers, like everybody. You know, they're just out that money, and you know, and then you have the people like yourself, who well, you didn't have to buy your past, no, you? but people,
1: but I still had to take care of. Travel, travel all lodging, all of that.
0: And what are they saying? They're saying they're not refunding any badges that people no, want. No, there's no
1: refund on the badges. So if you purchase a badge, they have language in there stating, you will know, go into that force majeure that no act of God, no act of terrorism, regardless of what happens, there will be no refund for your ticket.
0: Yeah, I mean, so you, you dropped uh, force majeure, which is uh, a French term, right? right. And, and Shout and, out Rudy Gobert. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, too soon. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that that news and and then there was just a headline right before we started that uh uh Donovan Mitchell right now tested positive from the Jazz as well and it and it said that because Rudy was careless in the locker room. Like what is what, what is, is that? that what he probably that just
1: mean? he flung his towel around too much and just You don't have
0: to be careless. You just have to be next to somebody with this thing and you're yeah, going to get it. <laughs> But yeah, but so force force majeure, the the actual definition is unforeseeable circumstances that prevent someone from fulfilling a contract. Um, and it's in I mean almost every um live performance contract has language in there, because if there's a hurricane and you can't fulfill. You know, you can't play the the show, or if there's a war, there's the act of God, um, then the parties don't have to pay each other, right? You don't, you know, the artist doesn't have to perform, and the the venue or the festival they don't have to pay. I've never ever had to use this clause in the years that I've been practicing. Have you ever? I mean, yeah, I was
1: thinking about that earlier, and I don't. There hasn't been a time where we've had to evoke this clause.
0: No. You know, I mean, it's happened for sure. You know, where there's weather events, there's tornadoes, there's blizzards or whatever. I wasn't
1: practicing around 9-11. Uh-uh. So I could see that being a situation where that had happened. But yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, luckily, there hasn't been any, you know, active wars or or terrorism since then in the U.S. or anything. But like, this is, now we need to know about it. Right, right. So, uh, you know, from personal experience, I have a, a, you know, an artist that's about to go out on a U.S tour with a couple of dates in Canada as well. Um, and most of the cities that she's going to end up playing at have this ban of public gatherings. They, they haven't all officially announced it yet, but just the fact that you can't perform in, you can't perform in front of more than 250 people allows us to invoke this clause. So she's not responsible for canceling if she cancels and the venue doesn't have to pay her for, for not playing. But like, you know, if. If you're going to go play Omaha, and Omaha doesn't have a, a ban on gatherings of more than 250 people, and you sign a contract, but you live in L.A., and you got to come out there. like You still have to perform, or you're in breach of the contract. Right, right. So I don't know how it's going to go. Everybody's been very like compassionate and cool about it. But when it comes down to dollars and cents i I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen, yeah, I
1: think that's why South by waited so long to cancel as well they yeah.
0: they waited for the city of Austin right
1: to cancel it, so then they
0: then it's a the government yeah. was off them like, yeah, so force majeure always <laughs> contains like like we said act of God, which is weather right you know or or something like that or earthquakes. Or, um but then there's like war or there's unforeseen you know, I don't even know what else goes in there, but those kind of things that are just out of your control um but there's never been a virus. You know, I guess that's an act of God. I don't know where it falls into. Yeah, they
1: throw it under like this pandemic. They yeah. keep using language pandemic, pandemic, because I know even South by Losing, they didn't have insurance for right. pandemic outbreaks and things. So that's the language they're trying to use for this and sk- skirting around act of God and saying, like, no, this is a pandemic situation. Yeah. So, I, and also I think for like, our freelancers, the thing about the photographers, the videographers mm-hmm. that, are booked by these festivals and tours to make sure even if there is that fourth majeure language in the contract that you still receive some type of cancellation fee if that is to be invoked yeah because i know from you from their perspective they book these things out months in advance and they really survive upon these things i for know sure. some of our bigger businesses are going to be able to bounce back but for some of these artists it's going to be a lot tougher so making sure if you Get booked for this gig, be it the artist, be it the photographer, the videographer, whatever the case may be, making sure you have some type of cancellation fee in there to, yeah. to provide some, some financial backing for you. Right,
0: or a non-refundable deposit. You know, a lot True. of times that will, that's what we'll look for, right. you know, is that you pay us 50% up front to hold the date and then 50% upon performance. And a lot of things, a lot of these performances are not being outright canceled. They're being postponed. Yeah,
1: that was the other language they were using. Like, right. It was an Ultra Music Fest. Said, yeah, Coachella. Oh, we're not canceling. We're postponing. But I think Coachella is later this, still October, this year. October, yeah. Uh, Ultra Music Fest said, oh, we're postponing to 2021. Right. So you and have the are option. are they going to honor
0: those tickets? Yeah, or? so
1: they said you have 30 days to decide if you want to go to the 2021 or 2022 Jeez. festival. And after that 30-day part, then your ticket cut is off. cut off.
0: Man, yeah, it, it it's it's crazy. <clears throat> You know, and it, and it's not just like you said, like bigger artists are going to be fine. You know, they're they're going to postpone and we assume this is going to pass over in a couple of months, you know, a couple of weeks, who knows how long and travel bans are going to be lifted and people are going to be able to gather again in public and all that. But for artists that like DJs, right, I just got to notice that uh, all of the DJ gigs in Vegas in a big hotel canceled. You know, we've got, uh, we were starting to book stuff at the Virginal Hotel here in Chicago. Canceled. No more bookings. You know, so, I mean, obviously it's been documented how much this is affecting the economy. But for musicians, man, it's, you know, you you got to start getting creative. Like, how else? I, I, I guess the good thing is sort of silver lining about a, a lot of this is that people are going to be stuck at home. The internet hasn't gone out. Right. You know, streaming numbers should probably go up. YouTube videos are going to go up. People are going to...
1: You got to have more content out there ready for got the people. Because, yeah, it's gonna, you're going to see a lot more people just sit, sitting at home trying to soak up whatever they can. So yeah. make sure you have your Spotify's together, your right. YouTube's together. Um, I just got on Robinhood not too long ago, a couple months ago, trying mm-hmm. to get into the stock thing. Smart. Live Nation, their price dropped like 17%. Dude,
0: yeah, I mean... It, it, and it's across the board,
1: yeah, it was said uh roughly like one point eight billion in one day they lost in revenue. they had to cancel so many
0: shows yeah like yeah and 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 you mentioned before the the insurance prospect of this, so like you know, I don't know that a lot of people understand for major tours the amount of money that it costs to put on a tour from the artist's perspective, so you know you have a multi city tour with dancers and Tour management and lighting and, you know, you've got security and then you've got the actual artist or the band, the bus drivers, everything. You've got a team, you know, for a month and a half tour playing 10 to 15, 20 shows, depending on your set and your design, you're talking a million bucks, you know, and you got to spend that and then you find out that <laughs> it's canceled. There's no real insurance that covers this. True. You know, I, th- I heard that um, Travis Scott was building out his Coachella stage. And, you know, he doesn't do anything small. And so he was going to make a huge splash and build something enormous, and it was going to cost millions of dollars to just build that right. and to put on the production. He somehow, this is hearsay, but he somehow got insurance for that, but the insurance alone is going to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, so it's like that. That's that isn't something that Smaller artists can take that hit on. No. So, my question is um,
1: we have the radius clubs, right? And if you're not familiar with radius clubs, when you book for these, for bigger festivals, they put a time frame to either like three months before or three months after your date that you can't perform in that city within a certain mile radius. Right. So, for Coachella, it's probably like LA, certain areas that they say you can't perform. With the postponement, how does that, how is that radius clause going to come into effect? Because now that, if it's now in October, mm-hmm. uh, do we now have to wait three months before October? Now, yeah. Like... I mean,
0: it's from the it, it it should be worded so that it's from the date of the performance, right? So if it's a thirty days before, or thirty days after, then yeah, it's not going to still be effective for the April Coachella dates. It'll be from from October. But then, if we actually all right cancel, then then it's just over. Then it's just over. You can do what you want. That's you know, just... but 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 yeah, I mean, like cancel a tour. Coachella is a couple hours away from LA. Everybody still wants to play LA or they want to play San Diego. And then now it's in October. If you had plans to play in September, right, in you've LA, already booked this <laughs> like, out, like
1: how does that? That's a logistical nightmare. It's going to be, it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Because yeah. now, I mean, we're going to cure the disease, but the actual effects on the economy, I think it's going to take some time for that to actually bounce back. For sure. But so, yeah, now thinking about it, I, uh, I should be doing more than push-ups right now. <laughs> <laughs> you should for sure get some toilet paper. Man. Yeah, I gotta no, be doing just, something. But yeah. like, well, what can these, like, I mean, we can suggest making sure you have more content online, because you hear about these, uh, some festivals or conferences are saying, how can we go all digital? How can we right. just stream all this? So as a, freelance artists or as a smaller artist, start looking at that, you know, start yep. figuring out how can I still connect with these people? Because now we're getting to the point where, would you say, 250 people or larger you can't gather? So, yeah, let's figure out how we can gather yeah. with that many people but even not, not to
0: be around. And even for small clubs, like, you know, you think people are going to... People aren't even going out. With like, like, like 120 people? Like, yeah, no, right. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I haven't even had the urge
1: to go out. It's just been like, you know, right. like, why do I even want to risk it? I'll just...
0: Yeah. stay at home like I have everything I need here no this is so, a big deal for us to come come here true
1: one of my uh, <laughs> good friends he's a like manager over at Best Buy and he's like he was using a pitch on hey don't you want to make sure you have a good TV
0: now that you're going to be spending <laughs> a lot <laughs> of time at
1: home <laughs> like, no, yeah, it's <laughs> true man I mean
0: that's what I'm saying it's like con- content is we always say content is king but now you know I mean content is, is, is always been king but but most Artists make the majority of their money from live performance. Right. So you just get rid of that. How are you going to survive? How are you going to supplement that? And like, if you're a bigger artist and you're used to living a certain kind of way and you're budgeting and your business managers are giving you a budget and they're basing it off the shows that you have and festivals and all that, man, you got to adjust the way you live. You know, I mean, that's it's that doesn't nobody's immune from from this. But yeah, content like so, coming up with creative ways to get in front of people. On their screens is the, is the best advice we can we can give.
1: Yeah, so we got a gym right there. All right, All right I'm with <laughs> it. So uh, I was just thinking about this. It's kind of kind of funny. So last last episode we're talking about Meg. Everybody online is dogging her out, talking yeah. about you should have read your contract. Should have read your contract. Then come to find out, no one read their contract when it comes to <laughs> buying these tickets yeah exactly <laughs> so it's like yeah yeah it's, yeah shoes on the other foot how's it feel now that exactly. now that you're like, you didn't
0: see the yeah, language you're trying to set. get your 600 back, bucks back from south by and right you, and they're like oh you didn't see the fine print like uh, yeah. yeah i mean i think it's a little bigger deal to read a, a <laughs> <Yeah>. recording contract <laughs> than to buy a ticket but no it's yeah it's uh because i wonder how many people, throw stones right? yeah, how
1: many people you think Really knew that there was no rainfall possible for. I mean, it's never happened budget. before, right? You know, yeah. they've never had to cancel. Thirty-four it, straight years, right? so you're like, it's not, it's not gonna go anywhere. No,
0: it's not like Austin gets hit with hurricanes, you know. So it's like, what, what are, what are the risks? Yeah, a pandemic.
1: I mean, what? They canceled is- the Houston rodeo.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I know you were looking forward to Looking that.
1: forward to uh doing some cow tipping.
0: <laughs> they don't do cow they don't cow tipping. tip at the no, radio. Man. <laughs> okay. No. Wow. Man. All right, Eddie. Uh, All right, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> That's part of your pr- your preparation.
1: <laughs> cow tipping and push ups. Up uh, for body strength. That's right. Yeah. 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 Hey, when this when it really hits the fan, you're gonna be yeah. like, wait a minute, I should have been doing push ups with Eddie. I don't think so. So question. Yeah. Uh I don't know, my flag football league may be canceled. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh hockey How's, what's going on out there on the ice? I, right. The
0: only difference we had a game last Sunday and instead of shaking, you know, shake hands after the game, right. gloves stayed Four on. Pounds. Yeah, just gloves stayed on. Right. Uh and yeah, if anybody on my team has it, I'm screwed, you know. I mean, you're in a you're in a small locker room getting changed. Being reckless. Being, <laughs> <the man. laughs> yeah, being reckless. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I don't, you know, there's no way to really there's no sure proof Fireproof. I don't know what that term is. I just I love the fact no that, that our, of, our office
1: is uh, nice size. We don't have thousands of people running around there. No, so we have a little bit more control of knowing a bit. Who
0: might be sick in there? We can. Like, yeah. Everyone has doors. They can they stay do. in your it, it, yeah. stay in your space. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, the scariest thing. I don't want to dwell on this too much because it's all people are talking about. But like, it can be in your body for two weeks and you not have and you you won't have any symptoms. Yeah. So I could have it right now, you know, and if I do. You know, yeah. yeah, you're screwed.
1: And so. it's it's one of those things with, because the media now their their focus is being first instead of being right. Yeah. So so much misinformation going out there.
0: Oh, you and can it, just it, listen to Trump, man. He, yeah, it was like he and he's
1: like it's a hoax. No, we'll be fine. And I'm like, wait a minute, man, no, dude, you can't. He's our leader. Yeah. Ah, uh, but even right. just the media in general, like you know, you watch CNN and they're like, oh, more people have the flu than coronavirus. So I'm like, oh. Cool, right? But then they're like, "Wait, you have to break it down by the percentage of people that catch corona that actually pass away. Right? Is a lot higher than the total amount of people that have the flu that pass away. So it's yeah. like so many other factors. Like we can't be going off these. Uh, we I like to call them ESPN Lebron stats. Yeah, where like they fix the stats to make it seem right easy. So it's like no, let's
0: no, and it, and it's like you know you, the, the interviews with um, hospital administrators. They're they're not worried about all the people that are going to get it and die, they're worried about just not having enough room, not having enough right. medicine, ventilators, all that kind of stuff. And what happens with the, you know, it's not like heart attacks have stopped, you know, and, and if a hospital's full up because they've got all these people with the flu, like, what are they supposed what to do? What about the other yeah. illnesses people have? Yeah, so oh, man, we'll
1: impressive. probably be touching on this in, uh, next episode. Well, we'll probably I just, just, I just
0: have to do it from, you know, mobile. Uh, like, yeah, I'll be in my setup. house and you be at yours, and we'll just do it over the phone. Can we do that, Don? Can we just Skype this uh, thing? I happily stay at home. <laughs> cool, we're gonna Skype this thing. Yeah.
1: Uh, what so else? We, we got we got Led Zeppelin. We got the baby. Twenty on the start with the the baby. The baby. Okay, so we have the baby. Um, concert in Florida about last weekend. Okay. So leaving the show, walks through the crowd. People have their cameras out camera's flashing everywhere, somebody's camera hits him in the face, his reaction to that is to slap in the general direction of where the camera was coming from, Mm -hmm. Uh, ends up striking a woman in the face. Lawsuit. Lawsuit, instantly. Yeah. This isn't the first time this has happened with the baby. He has numerous run-ins with fans, hotel guests, things of that nature. Um, So it's starting to become like a reoccurring thing. That's really disappointing.
0: Yeah. And not a good reaction. No, not no. at all.
1: So I have so many, like, I think differently. Not differently, but I just see different angles on this. And then my first question is, like, you need better security? Yeah. Like, where is it security? Where, yeah, where is it? Like, you can see in the video security is in front of them and behind them, but nobody was like, on, on the, the sides. Side. Yeah. So it's like uh, you have this 6, 7, 300-pound man supposed to be defending you and protecting you. I think now they need to switch the argument of, like, he needs protection from other people, yeah. from how he behaves.
0: For sure. I mean, that's part of that. Well, I mean, A$AP Rocky in, in Sweden, right? Yeah, like, why are you the one actually He had security. They were all there. Yeah, the security he was handling it. But yet he decided he needed to prove his might. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know how you, you know. I- I've seen that happen where you get swarmed with fans and paparazzi, and it's crazy. You know, and it and it's invasive, and it's you know it's scary, but like, I'm not gonna go and slap somebody. Yeah, that can't that can't be a reaction. <laughs> no, no. And
1: he's very popular. He's one of the hottest out right now, and I want to continue to see him be successful. But his career is gonna get cut short because yeah. of the, if he continues to behave in this manner. He's a liability for everywhere he goes. For sure. You know, I wonder, is the venue going to be added in that lawsuit?
0: Could. You know, yeah, I mean, and Then is he going to counter sue his security because they should have done what they were supposed to do? I mean, there's a lot of different things that will play out. Most likely, what happens is there's a settlement, right? Yeah. And I don't know, if were, were charges pressed against She's him? She's pressing charges. She man. did. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that'll be probably a mis... I mean, it's assault. Right. right um salt and battery i guess unwanted touching isn't that the definition of assault yeah so um yeah i mean and it, he has a record right he has he has pat, past he has crime sure. so like i don't know he could do time yeah or he could be on probation
1: even which, with even if he hypothetically gets no time no probation the effect that now he has just moving around in venues, yeah, you know the live. Some venues may say, "Hey, we actually don't want that type of energy for sure here." Yeah, and I've seen that with artists where the is like, "I don't care how successful you yeah, are, yeah, you're not coming here."
0: Yeah, and and you know he'll he'll definitely have to carry more insurance, which is another expense, um, and the venues will require them to be a uh, you know an additional insured, and uh, yeah, I mean it's just. Just bad all the, yeah. way, so, all the way around. So
1: artists, um, if you do rise up and come from a situation where you always had to fight, and now you're in a better position, understand that better position that you are in. Um, move accordingly. There's no reason to conduct yourself how the baby has been conducting himself. He's too famous, doing too well for himself to put himself in a situation because yeah. just like with the coronavirus, how the big guys are okay if he goes down, there's so many people that are employed by that he employs yep. that will now lose jobs because yeah, of his behavior.
0: Artists you know? like that are, it's it's sort of analogous to to startups, right? Where it's like start with one, you start with the artist and the manager and then the team grows as the business grows and the revenue grows and you hire more people and yeah, I mean like you said there's so many people who rely on his revenue and and the vast majority of that is going to be from live performances and yeah, I mean, it can have a real effect. You know, I, I think he's popular, so popular right now that, like, his bookings for the rest of the year and for next year are probably set, but it'll have an impact on who wants to work with him. And He's being charged with hitting a woman. Like, you know, do you think that top female artists are going to want to work with him now? Want to have him on a feature? I mean, that guy's, like, the most featured featured artist there is right now. He's on literally Everything. every single track. So... It's probably overexposed as it is. Maybe he uh,
1: needs to sit down for a little bit.
0: Yeah, a little timeout is do you good. There's yeah. nothing wrong Put with that. Put the baby in the corner for a little bit. A little timeout. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now you podding. <laughs> <laughs> podding with the puns. That was, that was awesome. Thanks, <laughs> right? Man. Yeah, so many babies out there, right? Yeah, yes, it. but little baby is
1: my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. If I had to choose between the the trilogy of babies, I'm going little baby. I like bad baby. Bad Baby? Isn't that that girl? I thought it was Bad bad Barbie. No, Meet meet Me Outside? Yeah, I thought it was, she might be Bad Barbie. Bad Barbie? Bad Baby? She's Bad Baby? I don't, I couldn't keep up with that. I tried to like, Brain can only take so much, so I was like, let me not add this in.
0: She's not my favorite either, but
1: I thought that well, whatever, it's really not important (laughs) as I'm Googling It it is, right. (laughs) Oh, it is Baby. Yeah. I assumed it was Barbie because I saw the H and I took it for, I don't know what I thought.
0: Major label star, Bad Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Bad baby. Okay. Yeah. I think we've given her too much, too many shoutouts way already. Way too many. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. And then, uh, so there's no easy way to segue into this, but another, another beatdown was. Uh, hey. Okay. <laughs> another beatdown was Led Zeppelin. You two for two from from behind the arc. <laughs> behind the <laughs> finally, finally ridding themselves of this nagging copyright infringement case with a band called Spirit. Right. No. Was a band called Spirit? No, a band's called— Band is called Spirit. The The song Song is is Taurus. Taurus. Yeah. And Taurus—sorry, Spirit claimed that Stairway to Heaven was a ripoff of Taurus.
1: Yeah. And then from what I read, it was actually a journalist
0: that— yeah so so the over. the main the guy who wrote the song passed away years ago, and the um trustee of his estate, the person who's in charge of his rights and the copyrights that he still had, um made this his like life's mission to get a piece of stairway to heaven. So if there's a copyright and you kind of break it down like if there's a copyright infringement case, they're super common. People are, you know, the the most famous songs get put in the news, but any song that does well, you're going to get claims out there from somebody who's like, oh, that was my idea. Mm -hmm. Happens all the time. This one got a lot of press because it's Led Zeppelin, and even though you're not a fan, like, Led Zeppelin is probably the biggest rock band of all time. Okay. Uh, You have heard of them. Yes, I've
1: heard. Are they bigger than Rolling Stones, would you say? I mean, different, but...
0: (sighs) Okay, I, I got
1: to do a deep dive into. Yeah, it. I mean,
0: Rolling Stone has has a bigger catalog and continues to tour and all that kind of stuff. And when Led Zeppelin's drummer passed away, they they stopped gotcha. They're done. And they're you know they've been against reunion tours and all that kind of but stuff. But they got more bops though. Man, them. for sure. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, laser light show. When I was a teenager, Led Zeppelin. That was a shit. That was bef- right. that was before the internet. So.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna go into by episode. Episode uh, four. Yeah, I have some some Zeppelin. Oh, all right. I got
0: you. All right, so yeah, so the, so a lawsuit was filed. I don't. Do you do you do you know what year the original lawsuit was filed? Two thousand six or something like that. Uh, yeah, two thousand and six. Okay, so they filed it, and uh, they their fact the fact pattern of this one, from what I remember, is that Spirit actually opened for Led Zeppelin on tour. And they claim that Led Zeppelin obviously heard their songs. Right. They were opening for him. It's kind of hard to avoid. And that that impacted the way that they wrote Stairway to Heaven. And that there are parts of it that were similar.
1: Right. So just to be a teacher real quick. Yeah. When we have copyright infringement, two-part tests. Yeah. uh Substantially similar. Mm-hmm. And that there was some way for the infringer to hear, or right. know about it, know about the music. So right, two-part test is right there. Yeah, they said it was similar guitar intro.
0: Yeah, so Jimmy Page, who's the guitarist, like one of the most famous guitarists, said he never heard the song. Right. And they're like, "How could you never hear the song? We opened for you for like six months on t- on tour." <laughs> but that was his defense, right? And then they won. Uh, Spirit won right in front of a appellate judge. Uh, or, or I think there were three judges.
1: Yeah, three uh, three judge panel in 2018.
0: Okay, so it took a long time, and there was tons of back and forth. I mean, years, and God knows how much in in legal fees. But to to Led Zeppelin's credit, they didn't back down. A lot of times when people make these copyright claims, it's easier to just settle, and just say, All give right, them a couple percent. Of yeah, points. give them two percent, or give them you know whatever. Or if it's just like an outright clear case, you just give the publishing up instead of going through the court system. Right. But for this one, they were like, no, like we didn't we didn't copy this. And Led Zeppelin is is known as like the most original rock band, right? And then nobody sounds like them, nobody ever sounded like them before. And so for someone to come along and be like one of their most famous songs, Stairway to Heaven, was a ripoff. They're like, no, we're we're gonna fight this. And so they they appealed and asked for a bigger panel of judges. <laughs> um and like you said, there there, there was a, a case. From uh, blurred lines, which was the Pharrell and Robin Thicke case, right with case. The Robin Gay case, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> and the and and that threw things in the copyright world kind of for a loop, because they used this theory that if you went into the studio with the intent of sounding like something,
1: that's infringement.
0: That's infringement. Right. So there, it wasn't that you copied the notes word you know note for note. Um, it wasn't that it sounded exactly the same. It was just that. Hey, they went into the the studio saying, "Hey, we want to sound like Marvin Gaye. We want to make a sound that song that sounds like." So him.
1: they were in, 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 stating "Like the the Spirit guys, they went in with the intention of sounding like sounding our, like that." We have, uh, can we? You want to play the yeah. intro to the zoo? So, so let the let the audience be yeah. the judge
0: here. Spirit, we're listening to right now, yeah. And that so this is this, this guitar. Oh, no.
1: Wait, this is still spirit, right?
0: Yeah, yeah that's kind of close.
1: So, we're talking about this guitar right here, right? Sorry, we got the gu- guitar from Spirit. What's the uh, the Led Zeppelin?
0: Oh man. Six months of tour, huh? <laughs> Y'all yeah, 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 on tour for
1: six months? I don't know about that one, buddy.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Led Zeppelin's legal I mean, team. It, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, but it, assuming that, like, you, you know, you take Jimmy Page for and Robert Plant for their word that they didn't they didn't write it with that in mind, right? And and, and how many songs contain the same chord progression or notes? I mean, it, you there's know, only so many chords. Right? There's only so many. Yeah. So the big, the big ruling, the big change in this ruling because it was in, it, they they ruled in favor of Led Zeppelin, um, was this change in this uh, blurred lines determination. They call it the inverse ratio rule, um, which comes into play. I can just read from the CNN ar- uh, article. Uh, inverse ratio rule comes into play if one party can prove that the infringing party had a high degree of access to plaintiff's work. If a high degree of access is determined then a lower standard of proof is used to determine if the songs are similar. So for Blurred Lines, they were like, you guys, they admitted in their depositions, Robin Thicke and Pharrell, that yeah, they went in trying to make something that sounded like Marvin Gaye. And the judge glommed onto that and was like, well, that's it. You know, your song sounds enough like it. You went in with that intent, copyright infringement. It's crazy, right? And that's still being appealed and um, Marvin Gaye won, but they, they they're appealing and still going back me. and forth. This one, the the judge, the appellate court was like, "That's garbage. That that's not what the Copyright Act says. You can't do that. It's a slippery slope. That means that you know if anybody goes in and they they even think about another artist, theoretically, and there's access to that artist, theoretically, it could be infringement. Right. You know, and how many times? When you're comparing artists, are you like, oh, you know what? She sounds like, you know, Beyonce, or or that guy sounds like Tom Petty. Like, I mean, right. it's
1: just, just natural th- conversation with amongst musicians when they're creating something. They're, right. They're like, hey, you know that that kind of sounds like a
0: Migos beat, or that right. sounds like, you know, they, like, what are you gonna do? Like, Pharrell is a producer, and he brings an artist in, and he's like, well, what are you what are you looking to do? Like, what do you want to do? And, uh, and and they typically say, I want to have a sound yeah, like such, and such. <laughs> like, you're not gonna like, not <laughs> reference somebody, so. The judge in this case said, uh, although we're cautious in overruling precedent, as we should be, the, the constellation of problems and inconsistencies in the application of the inverse ratio rule prompts us to abrogate the rule. Uh, access does not obviate the requirement that the plaintiff must demonstrate that the defendant actually copied the work. By rejecting the inverse ratio rule, we are not suggest, suggesting that access cannot serve as circumstantial evidence of actual copying. In all cases, access. However, in no way can prove substantial similarity. That's huge. And that, I, I feel like that, in my opinion, is that's correct. Like, that's the correct interpretation. Just uh, everybody has access to everything now. You can hear any song, right. literally any any song that's ever been recorded, you can find it. So saying that access then leads to infringement is it's crazy. And they said the
1: more access you have, the less
0: we have to prove the actual infringement. It's like, come
1: on, no. No. That's a... Like you said earlier, Slippery Slope. And the Marvin Gaye estate, even from that, just started going after everybody Everybody. after that. So it's like, although, we know, those guitar solos kind of sounded similar. Uh (laughs) The uh, the more important thing is the ruling here and getting back to what copyright infringement should be and how they make rulings on it. Because it, it shouldn't be, oh, I thought. Of, I, I wanted to sound like something. I thought about this, and now right. I can't because you now you're an artist. Who can't do you, be li- creative. you listen to? Artists in their interviews, and they're even scared. Who do you listen to? I don't listen to anybody. Yeah, you can't say it. I listen to myself. Yeah. So where'd you get your inspiration from? My mom. Right.
0: And she doesn't make music.
1: So that's it. like, <laughs> <Yeah. it's> like... <laughs> She's a dentist. You know <laughs> right. like,
0: what? What are you supposed to do? So so yeah. I mean, I think this sort of puts things back into the way that they they should be. Right. Yeah. It's sort of ignoring the fact that those songs sound pretty similar. Um, and, you know, as part of this all, you you know, if you're hit with a infringement lawsuit, the first thing that you do is you hire a musicologist and musicologist is supposed to, you know, they have advanced degrees in music theory and they will listen to it and they'll issue an opinion, a very expensive opinion as to whether the songs are similar. Problem is just like any expert witness, you can pay someone to do whatever you want. Yeah. So you hire a musicologist and you say, "Hey, make sure these don't sound alike," and you can find ways to show that they don't. Yeah, because
1: if I'm paying you, you your
0: support yeah. is going to come. The label's going to pay. You know, they own the master. They're going to say, "Hey, you know, make sure that you can show that these aren't similar." So you're going to have two different opinions. So even though to to us, you can hear that guitar progression in these songs and it's similar, I guarantee the musicologist is like, "That's common in 50 other songs," and here they are. So, yeah. So it's a it's an important important ruling and I think it helps bottom line, I think it helps the creative process for artists that they shouldn't it have. It opens up a little bit
1: more and you don't have to worry about this whole oh I want I thought about sounding like somebody, now I'm gonna be
0: exactly. liable
1: for infringement. So yeah. awesome. Uh, so on IG I asked if there's anything people wanted to hear, any questions. Somebody reached out and said basic terms of a record label. Again. Wait, wait, wait. Someone reached out. Yeah, man, we got, and also somebody before we started recording came in and was like, "Hey, listen to the podcast, keep it up." I Whoa, was, I was like, "Oh, that-, that was Don, right?" <laughs> no, it wasn't even Don, <laughs> man. So I'm like, "I'm gonna keep it up. Don't worry." Yeah. So yeah. we got new graphics.
0: Hey. Yeah, Eddie's <sighs> been getting super creative. You know, we're taking this thing to the next level. Yeah, and and, and lawyerformusicians.com, which is a the website website that yeah. has a bunch of articles that we've written about stuff. We have a link to the, the podcast on there right. as well. Okay, so what was, what was the, what was the, the question? The question you
1: said, the, like just basic terms of a record label agreement. Mm-hmm. Um, with them all being different, uh, <clears throat> I typically do this with my students as well. So it's just three questions. Who am I signing to? How long am I signing? And what am I signing away?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, four questions. Well, how uh, How long am I signing? Who yeah. am I signing to? What am I signing away? How do I get paid? Okay. Using those four questions, you you have to answer those four questions when reading through the agreement. If you can't answer those four questions, shouldn't sign. You shouldn't sign it. And there's misinformation. Right. You're asking, who am I signing to? So you should know the parties. If you're with a one of these production companies, are you signing with just a production company, or are you signing with a bigger label? If you're mm-hmm. signing with a label like a Epic, um, who is a, has parent companies. Are you signing to Epic and Sony? Who are, So who are your parties? How long am I signing? Um, am I signing a deal for a duration of years or a duration of songs? What am I signing away? Is this exclusive mm-hmm. or non-exclusive? And how am I getting paid? When do royalties come in? What is my percentage? What is my advance? Yeah. So just those four questions um, get you started in looking through your agreement. Right. You know. Yeah,
0: obviously there's a lot more detail to each one of those but right if you can't answer those four something's not right right you know either you're not reading it right or it's written in a confusing way or they're missing information yeah if you
1: can't digest that and say answer those four questions they're either trying to confuse you or there is information missing out of this because like uh just in like the the accounting clause yeah sometimes they won't put when they'll send out payment right tell clients like, hey. Yeah, they're saying they're gonna give you thirty percent, but they didn't put in when, when they're gonna give right. it to you. So you can yeah. be sitting around for a while just sending all your emails like, hey, where's payment? If it doesn't state uh, biannually, quarterly, right. or whatever, you know, so
0: yeah, that
1: that helps when asking those four questions. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think that, that's that's a really good way of looking at it. I think the um, there's no such thing as basic anymore. You know, there are there are standard things when you're looking at a recording agreement that you're gonna give away your ownership. Typically, in a, in a normal recording agreement that isn't a license, uh, you're going to give up ownership in, in copyrights, and then the question is, is it forever? How many? You mm-hmm. know. Um, and then, yeah, all those other ones that you, you covered.
1: Yeah, because then it's like, am I giving away everything during the term right. or is after the is term's it, over? old
0: catalog, too? Like, all of those things. Yeah,
1: so that that's the question of what am I signing away? We're yep. looking through, like, how much work do I have to give up? Is it old catalog, new yeah. catalog? was the case so yeah yeah i would say those four and then after that reach out to me and josh and yeah we'll take it from there yeah yeah because you know it always comes back to us exactly as it should right and uh so i have been cleaning up our site so at lawyers for the number four musicians will almost connect you to anything yeah uh no twitter's l4m podcast because lawyers for musicians didn't was already taken or
0: really
1: well didn't t- take it it was too long oh it didn't look good on Twitter. Oh, okay. more of an aesthetic type so
0: we're at l for m
1: podcast on twitter got it lawyers for musicians on facebook Yep. lawyers for musicians on instagram
0: and lawyers for musicians dot com yep. on the internet
1: and then we're also uh, lawyers for musicians on soundcloud and lawyers for musicians on tiktok
0: wow tiktok
1: yeah we're on tiktok oh man you should see your face on tiktok
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just... just, Be adding content daily.
1: Yeah. You know, I I put up things on TikTok because I'm just trying to reach all the audiences out there. Yeah. You know, just keeping it fun. Hustling. Man. Got it. Trying to get these sponsorships. i mean, like, (laughs) oh, we got a song finch. We got to try it.
0: We're taking our (laughs) own advice, right? I mean, we've got... We're putting content out there. Yeah. Yeah. A lot lot of downtime right now.
1: So please catch up on all the past episodes. Yeah. You know, while you're trying to quarantine yourself and stay safe out there. Yeah. Make sure you wash your hands. Um, drink a lot of water. Mm-hmm. You got any other corona do pushups t- And do push-ups. <laughs> Don's over there getting ready for his CrossFit day. He's yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be ready when a zombie apocalypse happens. I'm
0: definitely going to the gym after this. See, oh,
1: see I wouldn't go to the gym. So no, yeah, they, they
0: say the gym is, like, high risk. For sure. Yeah, I would, I'm
1: nervous about the gym. That's why I look like this. <laughs> <laughs> So question, so no.
0: I'm too fat to be nervous.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching, thinking about I Am Legend, right? Started off, people got sick. Uh They came up with a vaccine for the people who got sick. The vaccine then turned everybody into the zombies.
0: Yeah.
1: That's all I'm saying, man. (laughs) That's
0: all I could think of is the part when he had to kill his dog. Uh Yeah,
1: we don't have any vaccine yet. They're going to hit us with the vaccine, and then that's what's going to turn us into zombies.
0: Yeah.
1: And... (sighs) My push-ups are coming to play then, cause yeah, man. <laughs>
0: I, I mean, like how? How are how are pushups gonna help you fight off zombies?
1: Well, if they're the Walking Dead type, yeah. I'll at least be strong enough to defeat them. But if they're like the War War Z type, oh, yeah, you're, it's you're over. Yeah, we're all screwed if that's case. I don't case. want it.
0: If there's a world where there are zombies walking, like I, I'd, I'd rather just be a zombie. Just join them. Like, yeah, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> just like go <laughs> ahead, man. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't want to be I've been watching enough Walking Dead like I'm not yeah that
1: seems like a lot of stress to be the last man on earth trying to survive I don't know how
0: to garden I don't know how to grow things like you know that
1: goes to the point of me going to my friend's house in Virginia yeah he has all that like
0: nah I'm good I feel bad for my kids but yeah yeah, oh, we'll be all right. All right, next week Corona,
1: <laughs> we'll have a more Corona update for maybe. you,
0: or maybe we won't. Maybe we'll be. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we won't have anything for uh, you. Stay tuned. <laughs> I just got super depressed. Uh-huh. <laughs> we
1: got sad. Uh, do we have any, like, happy music we can leave out of here on? Happy
0: shiny people
1: or yeah. yeah. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. But, no, thank you guys for, for tuning in. As always. As always. Season 2, Episode 3. This is technically Episode 13 total. Um, So we're getting up there. Yeah. Thank you for sticking with us. Um... Got any other goodbyes, Josh? Are you good?
0: I'm good. Oh, oh cool. Curve <laughs> your enthusiasm. I am, <laughs> I, love right,
1: it. I am Eddie Sanders. This uh, is Josh Kaplan. I'm Larry David. <laughs> and shout out to Don Julio. <laughs> we are out. Later.